0: Hello everyone, I'm Rebecca, and I'm Marlena,
1: you're listening to Geeks in a Podcast. Let's get into what we're going to talk about on this episode. So first things first, we were just kind of, we watched the, the trailer for Cruella um, that Disney released today with starring Emma Stone. And I don't know what to think about it. How'd you feel about it? You don't know? I don't have any opinion about it, to be honest. Um, I'm going to see it, obviously. Disney always has guaranteed money through me, a ticket yeah. sale through me. So um, I remember them announcing it at D23 a couple right. years ago. And they were talking about how it was kind of, kind of have like a 70s punk rock like type vibe play? to it. Yeah. And I guess you kind of got a little tiny bit of that. I didn't really see, like, I don't know, it was a trailer.
0: Yeah, you, it's only 90 so you, seconds. So. Yeah, you
1: can't really tell, but
0: I don't know. Mm, you already know I always got an opinion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like Emma, uh, Emma Stone.
0: Yeah. To be I've honest, seen it's a weird
1: I thought it was a weird choice when they announced it. Yeah. But um, we'll see. We'll Who see. Who would you think would play, a, like, a good. Grella
0: Deville. I don't know. Like a young Grella Deville. I don't know. I don't know. But if anybody has some. any ideas, let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah, let us I know. know. Um, What's she thinking if you saw the trailer? Are you excited? Or are you kind of like me? Like meh? Or does it yes, not look.
0: To me, it gave me like Joker vibes. I told you that. Like, like Harley Quinn's Quinn. cousin.
1: <laughs> Ignores
0: and you said, cousin. like, you're like, oh yeah, I see the psychopath. I'm like, I don't see it. I guess I I'm see, just crazy.
1: I've always looked at her as like a psychopath. <laughs> right. Like right. She's insane. Like she's my favorite
0: <laughs> villain. So I think that's why I don't see, see it. it. I'm biased. No,
1: all Disney villains are pretty much psychopaths. Psychotic. So it makes it makes sense. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, it, it does.
1: But jumping into our next topic, uh, Gina Carano got fired from The Mandalorian.
0: Jump into
1: the yeah breaking
0: news breaking.
1: Well, it's happened like days ago, but um, (laughs) if you didn't know,
0: now you know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: she got fired from uh, her role as Cara Dune, Cara Kara Dune, Mm -hmm. in The Mandalorian, and she did a really good job. She did. So, So I heard they're not planning on recast. As she, I read a little bit about today. What she said was that they wanted her to make a Disney had written a public apology for something else she said like 2 months ago and she refused to use their apology and she's like no i'll write one myself oh my god and then fast forward she says something to for you for those of you i'm sure you know but if you don't know i believe she kind of made some anti semitic Made a comment about how Republicans are like Jewish people. Yeah, comparing them, com- yeah, to compare to how being a Republican now is or being a conservative is like being a Jewish person during the Holocaust, which is which ridiculous. was totally out of line, yeah. Um, in our opinions, out of pocket. Mm-hmm. and I think like that was Disney's like cue because yeah. she was already kind of like the door on Disney's like list, <laughs> yeah. you know. And that just kind of pushed it over the edge. But the kind of messed up part is she didn't know she was fired. <laughs> she says she found out. I read. She said she found out through social media, like oh, everybody else. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: So that is the one thing I was kind of like, oh, that kind of sucks. Like, they didn't even have the decency to call it's you. It's like, to- you know what you did. So yeah. there's a
0: door pack up.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've looked at some of her her. This is the thing. Like, I just want to say this real quick. I know this is not a political podcast, but in my opinion, I could be wrong. Um, but I just want to say, like, I understand the whole notion of free, freedom of speech. I get that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that doesn't mean it's not without consequence Yeah, is the problem. Whereas people get confused. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is freedom of speech. You can say whatever you say. But there's consequences. But there's consequences. And yeah. dude, you're like an employee of this company, so they can choose.
0: Yeah, you know they what want I mean. To represent their brand or whatever, yeah. it's like no, we don't need that type of energy. Don't want
1: that kind of energy, no, I get it. So
0: and I know it was people, just wrong. So it was wrong.
1: Um, I'm kind of disappointed. I don't really know. I never really had a. An opinion about her character, to be honest. Like I liked her character, but I'm I'm honestly gonna be okay that she's not there. Like we ain't gonna miss her.
0: (laughs) No, she's she's fine. I I don't know. I really think like where she comes from, like what is it, the UFC and stuff like that. This is a good opportunity. Not all you're working for Disney. Yeah. And like yeah. a lot of the UFC like, like fighters like Ronda Rousey or whatever try to get into acting and they get these like crappy roles. Yeah. It's always like some dumb side character exactly. or whatever. Exactly. And I'm like, this is Disney. You had a you had it set. You had it once need. in a Lifetime chance. So <laughs> you I mean, kind of blew, blew it, it yeah. With your mouth. And then that's
1: yeah. the that's the sad thing, like Disney, from what I've heard, like Disney kind of has a. I think it's kind of obvious though. Disney kind of has a reputation among Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So it's like once you worked for Hollywood if you have worked for Disney, someone's told me that before. I have a cousin who who used to work for um, Blizzard, I think it was. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh yeah, um, she was HR representative. So she something in HR. I can't right. remember. Right. Um, but she would say like, if Disney's on your resume, you're getting hired." Like that's the way it is. Like if you have any type of experience from Disney, you're gonna get hired. So my point of that is to say, like, you got fired from Disney. <laughs> so how is it gonna look at the other As major the studios? Record, yeah. She has some deal with some type of conservative, the Daily Wire, which is like I'm a conservative but it's it's geared towards certain people. <laughs> people yeah. It's not like Warner Brothers or Sony no. or it's it's or, you know, it's not that, so yeah. I just kind of feel like you tarnish yourself. Yeah. Like, so. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Wish you the best, I guess. Um, and jumping in to the next topic. Our main topic. Our main topic is. Basically,
0: Black Panther, three years later. Three years and later, and what has it been, like,
1: six months since Chadwick died? Yeah, yeah. Um, I see. Yesterday was actually the the official the sixteenth. Was three years since it's come out. Jeez. Like in theaters. Yeah, you posted a picture. Yeah,
0: and you went to go see it like what eight times. Yeah, I saw it eight times thanks to Movie Pass.
1: Thank God. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers Movie It wasn't that long ago, but it was like a movie theater subscription. So you can you would pay monthly. Yeah. And go to the movies as much as you want, but they went, they got closed, shut down, or whatever. You shut, you shut them They down. lost money. They lost money because it was like eight ninety nine. If anybody had can, movie pass, remind me, please. Yeah, I think it was eight ninety nine a month and unlimited movies. Yeah,
0: they're, they're so they were they didn't know were go. Yeah,
1: so it was awesome. I'm glad I got to use it as much as I did. Right, that's how I saw Black Panther that many times. Yeah. Was, Because the movie passed, but I still love that movie. My mom refuses to watch it because she says she can't watch Chadwick in it because it's too sad. It's sad. But Uh -uh. it is very good, very influential. I just saw something yesterday Mm -hmm. um, where the the showrunner for the new Marvel show coming up, which Mm -hmm. is Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Um, I can't remember the showrunner's name, so forgive me, but... He was talking about like how Black Panther like really laid down the blueprint right. cuz he's like with that show the next Marvel show is going to really kind of touch down on like social issues and stuff like that.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: But he was just saying, like, how much of a... I think he was... I didn't read the whole thing, so I don't even know why I'm bringing it skinned through it. <laughs> Skin through it. But he was talking about how Black Panther really opened up the door. And I right. think he meant, like, opportunities for people of color on screen. Right. And then behind the scenes, too. Yeah. Because the showrunner of Falcon and Winter Soldier is... I think he's African-American. And he has this... He's, like... That's big. You don't get too many people of color, like you know, mm-hmm. being shown. or
0: a really good job. Yeah, with everything that they did, just the cast, the the costume or whatever mm-hmm. work, and the storyline was good, and I don't know. They did a really good job. They did um, a
1: really good job,
0: and I think like even how you just mentioned the bl- blueprint. I'm like, that is kind of a blueprint for other movies. Like mm-hmm. whenever they're representing other cultures yeah. as well. Like, well, they, look how, when you invest, you yeah. get something better. And that's how I feel about like when they did Mulan, like if they had invested more.
1: Exactly. It would have been a
0: pro- just a great movie. It
1: would have been the, but the. I don't know. That's
0: another topic.
1: I think um, I'm. Trying to look it up, obviously, because I'm coming to this podcast prepared obviously, but um it, just b- bouncing off what you said, it's um, another Marvel movie coming out called Shang Chi mm-hmm. in The Legend of the Ten Rings. If you're a Marvel fan, you probably know that's kind of up and coming, but the um, lead actor for that one like always talks about like how that movie wouldn't have happened if it weren't for Black Panther right. Like, that is something, like, it's starring, like, um um it's focusing, I think, on Chinese culture. Right. Like, you know, it's this, it's, but I'm really excited how they, they, they're going to stay away from the stereotypes. Yeah. But, and I think they're going to do that. I'm, I'm having my fingers crossed because I'm like, look at Black Panther. Yeah, like, they managed was... to do that beautifully so if you have the same people working on that who are also doing that then right. it's excited but um i he was like yeah i i wanted to be known that had black panther not have happened this would not have been an opportunity for me wow that's so it's kind of just like it really opened up the door i think more than we realize yeah
0: no um, we, it's we even mentioned behind the scenes and it's like When you do behind the scenes, you want people, like, we had mentioned earlier about whenever people of color go to, like, hair makeup and stuff. Like, there's people that don't even know how to work on their own hair. Oh, yeah.
1: We had a discussion about that. And I'm like, yeah.
0: That's ridiculous. We
1: had, um, we talked about it last week and I was telling you
0: and
1: um, your boyfriend, uh, Cyan, that there was kind of like a, a actress, and I'm so sorry I don't have any names. To say. <laughs> I feel so bad. Um, it was the
0: lady from um... from High School Musical.
1: It was she. I think's the one who kind of like started the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but sh- or like, and then people started sharing their stories right. after she came talked about it. But she was Monique off of High School Musical, um, which was like Gabriella Vanessa Hudgens' best friends character right. in... She wore a headband, a uh-huh. red headband, and she was like, yeah, the red headband wasn't part of, like, a staple of the character. It's because no one on set knew how to do my hair. Mm. So, like, I had to wear the red headband to, like, do like keep, you know, my edges down. And right. And then um, a lot of other stuff come, started coming out about, like, how people...
0: Have to bring their, their own so hairdressers. Yeah,
1: they have to bring their own hairdressers, or in a lot of cases, which I've thought, like, I'm... It's Hollywood. You think people have money, like, you know, but people have to bring their own hair products, their own wigs, their own tracks, do their own
0: hair. Because they don't have stylists who know how to do their hair. There was, um, I told you
1: about, there was one actress did like a time lapse in her, in the makeup roots trailer or whatever. And she was doing finger waves by herself Uh and like the amount of people that were in and out that makeup trailer not one person at least it's fast so you can't right. tell but people walk by and she's mm. doing her own hair and it was an it's a Netflix show so I'm like Netflix you have you can
0: afford some
1: a lot of money yeah and I think towards the end when she was kind of towards the end someone which was a black lady came and helped her finish, finish it off but they're like It's been like that for years. Uh, Halle Berry said she wore her hair short for years. And that's why
0: she had her signature short hair. That's why she had her
1: signature short hairstyle for, like, early 2000s or whatever, because no one knew how to do her hair. That is crazy. And they're like, um, Tia, Tia, from Tia and Tamara, Mm -hmm. Tia Mori talked about, like, they'll have you going on set, like... Looking crazy, <laughs> and it's embarrassing because <laughs> you're going on a television show that millions of people are going to watch, and you look yeah. a hot mess. But yet, there's no one who could do your hair. Mm-hmm. The saddest one, I think, was Tiffany Haddish, is she uh-huh. was on uh, Key and Peele, the Key and Peele movie, the first movie they did, t- or the only movie they've done together, Keanu. Uh huh. And she's in there, and she said no one had a knew how to do her hair, so she had to go off set. They were filming in New Orleans, I think. Right. And she had to go offset to find someone to braid her hair.
0: Jeez.
1: And she's like, I'm not gonna lie, I cried about it. I would have cried <laughs> and came back with the receipt. Here yeah, go. and that's the thing. That's also another issue. they're like they don't get reimbursed for that. Oh yeah. So it's like you got to consider. A lot of people, it can be expensive to get your hair braided or get a weave done or whatever. Uh huh. You're not getting any of that back. Any of that back?
0: Mm-mm.
1: I don't. Yeah,
0: no, that's crazy. And so, um,
1: I don't think when we talked about this a little, it was like it's not so much about like you don't know what you don't know how. It's that you don't want to learn how because right. there's no excuse for why your your whole job is makeup. How are you gonna focus? Right. I think that just goes to tell that there's definitely a problem with diversity yeah. in Hollywood. Because
0: how is that? That should not be an issue. Ever, an but issue. Yeah, they should know how to do, to do all, ty- all hair types.
1: types of hair. But that tells you. Because there's so many TV, movie, whatever, with just, you know.
0: Just the one what? stylist. One, who? Style.
1: one type of hair. <laughs> so it's like, why do I need to learn? Because this no. is what I, you know, but it's it's not okay. No, it's not. But. Um,
0: you know what? On Black yeah. Panther, everybody all had their edges Black laid nicely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think they think what they were Black. doing there. Can we talk about also somebody I want to celebrate and I think that you'll appreciate is Ruth E. Carter, uh-huh. who is the costume designer for Black Panther. Yeah. And she won an Academy Award for that, for the costume yeah. designing. And I found out this morning that she's also getting a Hollywood star. What? The a the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
0: Well, congratulations. So. That's yeah, she earned <laughs> it. She did a really good job. That
1: was just awesome. Mm. Like I still go like I will find like um Instagram pages with like small shops or whatever that kind of like specialize in like African prints, mm-hmm. like dresses and stuff and okay. I always think of her like right. <laughs> oh my god, Ruthie Carter would love this. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I'm excited, I I can't believe it's been three years since Black Panther, Mm -hmm. I was like, just, uh, you said it was really, like, big, like, for you, like, personally, like, that was, it was, uh, I still get, I get goosebumps thinking (sighs) about the moment, like, when I first watched that movie, and I was like, is this real, like, Mm -hmm.
0: My mom thought it was. She was like, "Wakanda is it? Where is it at?"
1: And oh, she yeah. thought it was real. Oh. I was like,
0: "No, it's like made up." Because I think we took her to watch it, and she oh, enjoyed it yeah. too. And she I want to visit.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like there was a lot of people who were looking up. Oh, I'm gonna like, go there I on I my next go to trip. No, I. Yeah, no,
0: it was a good, really good movie.
1: It was a really good movie, and
0: yeah, no, it definitely I, I was kind of conflicted with the two because i'm like i felt for what was it killmonger like his whole approach like yeah like he wasn't really a bad guy a lot of people but... i'll say this
1: a lot of black people don't feel he's really a villain he's not <laughs> like of course the way he he, he kind came of about had, yeah it's not you know right but his feelings were validated yeah like right oh my god yeah that's what's like oh can't
0: really be no. mad at
1: it but I love that because I think that was so intentional yeah. you know like that was clearly intentional for you to kind of feel this way that's why I think he's I don't know who might be the best I've never really taken into account who might be the best Marvel villain but he might be for sure like top three yeah. for me just because you you could relate yeah. a lot. like he had a point you could actually sympathize yeah. with how he was feeling
0: and kind of like, everything that well, like kind of was taken from him in yeah. a way. And it just kind of resonates with the way, like, going back to even slave times. It's yeah. just, like, things were taken, things, exactly. identity all that. Exactly.
1: And, and he just felt, like, mad. Like, he's like, I come, my father comes from this nation that's yeah. technolog- technologically advanced. And you can't help us. No. Like, you're just sitting watching
0: the world burn. Yeah, and- the
1: world burn and watching our people suffer. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, I get it. Like, no, you know, it like, just sense. angry. Mm-hmm. Very, very angry because, I mean, like, he didn't have his parents. Anything, his yeah. dad freaking dies in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, his mom was in prison because they mentioned. Oh, I don't know if we ever talked about oh, that. Thanks. His no, really. um uh, Ryan Coogler, the director, talks about in the very beginning, when the dads, they're like formulating that plan. A plan, yes. It's to break the Killmonger's mother. mom out of prison.
0: Jeez.
1: Which is even more heartbreaking. Yeah. He was trying to break her out, and then I think he was like, huh, they're like... He's like um, in my Ryan Cooke was like in my mind she died like that's the way she was waiting for him to come right. and rescue never was her broken but he out. never was broken out so she ended up dying in prison so he
0: didn't have anybody he didn't have anybody and then it was kept a secret yeah and his entire just, life
1: so God only knows like now we're just going way off but it's like <laughs> he was probably put in like to foster care yeah and then living in Oakland California yeah. and like you know where we all know like, yeah. <laughs> Um, So I just can't imagine. Mm. Of course he was angry. Yeah. Of course he was angry at the world. But I kind of like it at the same time because, like, he wasn't just, like, this thug. He was smart. No, he was... Like, they mentioned that he graduated, like, from MIT. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he was in the military. right? So... Yeah. No, he was a good villain. It was a very good villain. But Mm. I think... We are kind of running short on time. Right. So we're probably going to have to do a part two very, Mm -hmm. very, very, very soon. Because this is...
0: It's a good topic. And we can kind of go into what uh, Chadwick left behind. And just the hero that he was for the kids. Yeah. Like, he was everybody's hero. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that next time.
1: Yep. So stick around for part two. Bye-bye. Bye.